Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greca and Dan Grasso with you here on the Michael K Show. We are a Peter and Michaelist show today. So my buddy Dan comes in to fill in for two people. How about that? Two for the price of one. Two. For How the are price you? It's of good one. to see. Very good. Good to see you too. It's great. To nice. Got Thank a whole. You. Got the like the hoodie with the sport yeah. jacket on. We well, got nice clothes. You got to trot them out. Had a little meeting today, so you know. Show it up. Really? I didn't even know about yeah. this meeting. Good for you. Yeah. Mover, shaker. Mover and shaker. You got to do on. it. Got to catch it. Got to appreciate that. Lots uh, going on. Rangers got back on track last night with their win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Rempe didn't play, didn't fight, but he played and got a rousing ovation for the fans. He's become a cult hero at Madison Square Garden. So the Rangers have won 11 to 12 and 83 points. Uh, best in the National Hockey League, 40 wins, first team to 40 wins in the NHL. So things are happening there. And then you've got the other Garden tenant playing tonight at home against the Warriors and all banged up. Probably another loss. Cleveland's going to be tough on Sunday. So the conversation continues, Dan. You can't blame anybody. It's not anybody's fault, these injuries. But, you know, the idea of finishing third or fourth is starting to slip through their fingers as the losses start to mount. You begin to wonder, can Philadelphia, even without Embiid, pass them? Certainly Miami, who can get hot, could pass them. And this could be a team that's trying to avoid the play-in rather than battling to be one of the top two or three seeds in the East. You know, it's crazy. Like, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about, forget about three or four, we were talking about distinctly possibly being second or third. Right? I mean, you finish second or third, and then at least you prolong the inevitable of having to deal with the Boston Celtics until the conference finals. Right? That's how the matchups would work. But you're absolutely right. And and this isn't good right now because there's only so much you're going to be able to do with the people that you have available. I mean, you're missing your entire front court, essentially, with these three guys. Right. One of them, your all-star. You know, and you said, Miami's getting hot. I'm still not 100% all in yet on Milwaukee, but they've looked good the last couple of games here. You know that they've got two of the best players in all the NBA. This is not going to be easy, and maybe we have to temper our expectations a little bit about this team. Well, sure. I I think championships off the table. I mean, it was going to be a long shot anyway, but that's going to be off the table if you're going to try to do it like Miami did, get to the final as a play-in team. But usually, even with injuries, Dan, you look at the teams that have suffered injuries as of late. First and foremost, the Jets. Their season derailed on opening day when Aaron Rodgers goes down. But you could still criticize the organization for not having a plan B. That if they had a a decent enough plan B, they probably weren't going to win a championship, but maybe still could have been a playoff team. So you could still be critical of the Jets. All the injuries 
that the Yankees had over the last few years. You can criticize Brian Cashman for not making sure that there wasn't depth when when players got injured. Same thing with the Mets. But I can't fault the Knicks for this. You can't have a plan B or C when you have this kind of talent not being able to play. And you can't kill them for having you know Brunson out there playing major minutes to try to win these games so you can salvage it. And then he gets banged up because of it. So usually we can criticize the team or the general manager. I'm not going to blame Leon Rose for this situation. I'm not going to blame Tom Thibodeau for this situation. It stinks. It has nothing to do. It's beyond their control. No, you're a thousand percent right. But you know what it also does is that it makes the games that you quote unquote should win even that much more critical because you want to make sure you bank as many of those games right. as possible. And tonight is one of them. Right, I mean, Golden State's played a little bit better of late here, but this is a game at home. I still think you should probably but, win. But no Brunson? Well, if Brunson doesn't play, forget it. But, it, I mean, what, is he questionable for tonight? He hasn't been ruled in or out yet. Tibbs will probably do what? It's a well, the news I saw yesterday, Hartenstein's going to give it a go. He's going to play, but he's not going to be at 100%. And They're then not going to Brunson possibly won't play. Brunson doesn't play. I'm not going to... I, I no, can't sit there and tell play, him they're going to be able to beat the Warriors. That's a different story. But I'm saying if Brunson no. plays tonight, I, I think you certainly have a shot to win. The, I mean, you should, I still think, take care of business on your home court because look at what's ahead of you. Sunday's game, and, and that stinks because you're going in there less than 100%. Sunday's a huge game in Cleveland. Huge. Like, I mean, if you had but, any yeah, hopes yeah. of tracking down Cleveland... But are you going to win? But now, Even with Brunson playing... It'd be a miracle if you did. It'd be I, a miracle if you did. Right, so this is this is where we at, we're at with the Knicks, and we'll keep an eye on that. That game's going to be heard here on 98.7 ESPN New York. And because Dan is with us today, and Dan would usually gap the Michael K. show to the coverage of the Knicks... We're going to have the Michael K. show until 7 today. Yeah. We're going to take you right up to Knicks coverage. I'm assuming it'll be Pat O'Keefe on the uh, the pregame leading into the play-by-play at 7.30 right here on 98.7 ESPN New York. So we're going to give you some bonus K, a little bonus Don and Dan until 7 o'clock today. Holy crap. Not a bad thing. Not a bad thing. Free radio, right? You know, we were talking about this before the show, our big little fancy pre-show lunch, which you wanted to take in a different direction, by the way. No, 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 no. The no, location, no, the geography of it. When I go to the studio, you guys are in the office. When I go to the office, you guys are in the studio. What are you, what are you doing? we got a big, spacious office. It's well lit. A lot of seats. Yeah, nice natural table lighting. Yeah, I'm not going to just sit in the studio when I don't have to. So that was on you guys. No, but we didn't know your whereabouts. Like, no, I, I appreciate I, it. Well, I walked in. And I dropped my stuff off, and I saw Anthony sitting in the studio. So I was like, all right, I'm going to sit down, and then we're going to wait for you. And I, I didn't get a chance to, to talk to you. You neglected the call uh, on my way in. And so we didn't know your whereabouts or whatever. And it turns out you were just in, this, in the well-lit office eating your lunch. Yes, man, that's what we did. We, we had some lunch, and we're going to partake in some coffee after the break. Some coffee. It's all, it's all going to come together. So I, I throw this question at you, because yes. we were talking about it early. Golden State's still the same old draw that it used to be. Yes, as long as Curry you really think is so? there. As long as Curry, because the NBA is driven by its stars. So I bet you there's a lot of people that wanted to go to this game, not even really knowing where the Warriors are in the standings. But you know, they want to see Draymond Green. They want to see uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry's still a draw. Golden State still has a little cachet. So yes, I do think that it's a draw. It's on national television tonight, right? TNT's yeah. got it. So yeah, I do think that there's a little cachet. It could fade, but as long I think as long as Curry is there, it's kind of like LeBron James. Like wherever LeBron goes, because listen, the Lakers are a nine seed. There's nothing sexy about the Lakers other than the fact that they've got LeBron James and they're the Lakers. Now the Warriors became a thing, and Curry is a thing. So yes, 
Despite where they are in the standings, they're still a draw. See what LeBron did last night in that fourth quarter? Well, he outscored the Clippers it's unbelievable. in the fourth quarter. How do you blow a 20-point lead in a quarter? How do you do that? I mean, because the, the Clippers aren't yeah, half bad, do. obviously. How no, do you blow not, but a 20-point lead in a quarter? That's a mess. So LeBron's just being a beast. And whether they a nine seed right now, right. so there's still a lot of work to be They're done. They're a half game up on Golden State. <clears throat> but, you know, those are teams that are still going to be in the play-in. I guess that still counts as the playoffs. So, yes, they still have cachet. But the other place we wanted to jump off on, and, of course, the number is 1-800-919-3776, is, is dive into a little football. We'll do some baseball later on as well. But, you know, this McCole Hartman stuff is just sickening. It's sickening. And, again, it goes beyond the whole, well, the Jets beat the Eagles anyway, and they almost beat the Chiefs anyway, and it was Zach Wilson's best game. And in case you have missed it, I guess Hartman was just so disheartened, uh, no pun intended, right. uh, being a Jet, that he was leaking the offensive game plans to the opposition. I mean, who does that? Who? Now, it didn't work against Philadelphia. Probably the biggest game the Jets played all year. Beat the Eagles for the first time in franchise history. We didn't know the dysfunction that was head of the Eagles' way. But at the time, that was a heck of a win, Peter. Uh, uh, Dan, you were there. You saw it. And then the Chief game, they almost won. So it didn't matter as far as did it help the opposition any. But, dude, you, I would be on board with kicking them out of the league. Are you not? I mean... You cannot have that happen. You talk about the integrity of a sport. We always talk about from the gambling aspect. If you've got a player that's disgruntled and is leaking information to the other team, you can get somebody hurt if the defense knows the offensive game plan. So not only is he a piece of garbage to his own teammates, he's a bad guy. I don't know what the union will allow, Dan, but if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm actively trying to boot him from the league if this turns out to be true. Well, it's not that the league has to take any inroads to boot him necessarily. I just don't think he's doing himself any favors. Like, what's his end game here? Like, all right, congratulations. You made it back to Kansas City. You caught the game-winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl as fate would allow. That's tremendous. But... Do you want to play football again starting in 2024? Like, I don't get it. Like, what team is going to look at McCall Hartman? Maybe outside of the Kansas City Chiefs. They might be the only one because they have a familiarity with the guy. But what other team in the league would trust him, A, coming into the organization? What locker room would trust him coming in? And knowing that he's he's just giving out state secrets. See, I don't know. Because if (laughs) if you could play and you could help, you'd be surprised how some general managers will hold their nose. But I'm not even going to take the chance if I'm Roger Goodell. No, I've, I, I can't allow you to play anymore. But you're right. I don't understand why any team would trust him, but maybe Kansas City would because he wanted to go to Kansas City. He helped you win a championship, caught a, a, a touchdown pass in overtime. But if I'm Roger Goodell, I don't let that happen. So Kansas City's the one place they'll accept him because he won't try to jerk them around. Well, I'm not going to let you. Well, you you can't see, do this. you got to see if those tampering charges come to light. Because Joe Douglas was asked about that yesterday at the combine. Well, they, they're, I, it sound, sounds to me like Joe Douglas yeah. is going to pursue this. He said the, the comments resonated with us. Meaning, like, yeah, they yeah. know exactly what's happening here. But it's just, it's extremely strange that he would look to take this approach. Given that, you know, as you said, he had the last laugh. He ended up going to the Super Bowl. Like, why then now have to have this vendetta against an organization which paid you, by the way, Upwards of $4 million or agreed to pay you $4 million. And what did you give them in return? Look, I'll be the first to admit it. Okay, he wasn't there the full season. I don't know if I had one conversation with McCall Hardman. 
and I'm pretty tight with everybody in that room. Like I, you know, I'm always there. Because no, you're, you're the an outgoing room. guy. You're, you absolutely. Yeah, you gravitate to people. You're but like, you're I good don't that think way. I had a chance to have a good conversation with McCall Hardman. Oh. I, I just maybe in passing. Hey, McCall, what's up? So I don't claim to know the person very well. All I do know is that I heard plenty of things about him and things that kind of came to light even before everything hit the fan and before he gradually got phased out, that things weren't working out even before training camp started. Okay, so for him to sit there and point the finger at the Jets and to this coach and that coach and say, oh, they're the reason I wasn't successful, they phased me out. Dude, you brought it upon yourself. They gave you chances. They paid you $4 million to make you a contributor. It's up to the player to go out there and actually, oh, I don't know, make plays. And he didn't do that. But even if you feel like they're not using me on purpose, I hate being here. Be a man about it. Go to Joe Douglas and say, this isn't working out. Can you move me? Don't go call the Kansas City Chiefs and say, come get me. Don't give game plans out to the opposition. Man up, knock on Joe Douglas's door. Say, listen, this isn't working. You're not using me properly. I don't want to be here. Trade me. You don't, you don't think Joe Douglas would accommodate him? Guess what? He did anyway. Well, so why can't you just have a conference? This is the way that you want to go about your business. This is how some of these modern athletes think this is the way to do business. Like, what did anybody on the offense do to you? Did he not like Zach Wilson? Did he not like the players that he played with? That you're going to give the offensive game plan to the other team's defense and maybe get somebody killed? Who the heck are you? Ask for a trade. Complain to the media. Do what normal people do. Don't do this. Tamper. Call up the Kansas City Chiefs. And oh, by the way, the team that you love and won a Super Bowl might actually have to pay the piper if it turned out that they did collude to get you and tamper to get you. And then you try to hurt your teammates by... I don't think I'm exaggerating, Dan. If I know the play, can I possibly get you hurt? Now, again, it didn't work. Philadelphia lost the game. Kansas City almost lost the game. But, you know, it, maybe it did hurt in the second half of the Kansas City game because they didn't score a point. That's right. After going up, uh, um, uh, after being... We had 17 um, in the first quarter. Yeah, you know, the, the, the 17, 17 nothing lead and then uh, never did anything with it. So maybe, it sounds to me like maybe he gave it to Kansas City during the half because they didn't do anything, but it still was almost enough to win. And then the Philadelphia game was a different story. Now we find out that maybe Philadelphia was too dysfunctional to make it work. But if I know the play, I can get somebody hurt. So what a low life. Honestly, what a low life. Well, that's the first I heard about this, You know that he was giving away the game plans. And I even checked in with a couple of guys over the last like 24 hours, you know, guys on that team. Right. I was like, you ever heard about, did you ever hear about this? Was it a thing? And they were like, there's a rumor going around, but it was never anything like substantiated. Most so like I said, it's all news so. to me. Right. Well, I mean, again, but does he have concrete proof? And I don't know. I, I didn't check in well, with him. Well, that's why I'm saying that the NFL has to investigate. They have to find out. And if they find out that it's true, they can't let him play. What's worse, by the way? What do you think worse is, actually committing the act of selling out state secrets to another team or admitting to it that you did this after the fact? What do you think is worse, the act itself or actually like admitting that you committed well, one, the infraction? They're both bad, but one's stupid. Oh, do you think you're untouchable? Do you think you're going to get away with that? 
Unbelievable. It really is. Well, it's and like it's like you know, like for instance, we talk about it all the time with like with college. You know, like with all the shady stuff that goes with recruiting and before NIL when it was like paying players. It's like you know what you hear about like a team get caught and get busted by the NCAA. You say it's like they're not alone. Everybody's doing it. It's just that they just so happen to get caught. That's the difference. So the question that we should maybe ask, and people around the NFL might be examining now, is this going on more frequently around the league, except this guy was dumb enough to just admit that he did it? Because remember, everybody's friends with everybody now. Right? There's no rivalries anymore. I don't hate this guy who's on another team. It's just everybody's buddy-buddy. I think that a player, any athlete, this day and age... That if they're disgruntled, all bets are off. If they want out, I think they'll do anything to get out. Because they realize how small their window is to be able to perform. This is not baseball where you can play for 15 years, or hockey you can play for 20 years, or even basketball. You have a very short shelf life in the NFL. And if you're disgruntled, you don't want to waste a year. That's why they can't get any traction during lockouts or strikes. These guys crossed the picket line in 87. They weren't willing to sacrifice anything. Because it means too much for them to be able to go out there and play. That's why they get so easily disgruntled, because they don't want to be on a bad team and waste a year of their career. I wonder, Peter, uh, I keep saying Peter, Dan, I think they'll do anything. I wouldn't put it past any player that is that disgruntled and that bad of a guy to do something like that. But again, when do you, I mean, maybe it's just, when does it come a point where the player looks himself in the mirror and then basically says, you know, maybe it's not the coach. Never. Maybe it's not the quarterback. Maybe it's not the offense. When is it just me? It's always Maybe it's somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else. They don't get me the ball more. If they get me the ball more, I'd be number one. Oh, it's just, it's ridiculous because these guys are born and bred to be full of themselves, to have the confidence to be able to play on a professional level. So instead of looking in the mirror and saying, I need to be better, it's always somebody else's fault. He didn't block for me. The coach didn't game plan for me. That It's, it's, it's so frustrating. It really is. Well, let me ask you this. All right, the job of a punt returner in the NFL. As to what number the number Catch one the ball, and if you're not doing that, then you're not you're gonna blame the, the coach. Job. Well, no, but you're going to blame the coach. No, you shouldn't. Okay, maybe you're blaming the kicker. He's it's not kicked at the right angle, or it's like a jugs machine or something in during OTAs. <laughs> it's wrong. not. You know what I'm saying? Something like, wrong with that jugs machine. The dang jugs machine. We got to fix it. So instead of pointing the finger at somebody else, like and he's talking about you know this, that, dude, they tried to make you the punt returner. They tried, but you couldn't catch a damn ball. Whose fault is that? That's always somebody else's fault. But then this guy goes to Kansas City, and what does he do? Becomes just the second player in the history of the game to score a game-winning touchdown in overtime of the Super Bowl. But you're not going to put somebody out there as a coach, right? If he's not reliable enough, and you're not 100% sure he's going to catch the damn ball as a punt returner every single time he goes out there. That's the number one job. I don't well, care if they return now, it or not. Catch the ball. Now, the other thing, if you want to spin this to the Jets, is that something Joe Douglas should have fished out before he got him? Perhaps. Maybe isn't the best guy in the world. Is he somebody that is going to be here for us? Or did he not think about that and say, hey, this is a weapon. This is a guy that scores touchdowns. We're going to have one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football throwing it to him. So we should be okay. Is it incumbent on general managers to take a look and say, if things go sideways, is this a good guy or a bad guy? Is this somebody that we can trust? They always talk about the foxhole mentality in football, right? Mm-hmm. Well, don't as a general manager, don't you have to find out if that's a foxhole guy? Is that a guy that's going to be able to keep things together if things go sideways? Or is this a guy that's going to look to get out and not care? Because it sounds to me like, I don't know if he ever cared to be here. Well, then why'd you sign here? Right? Why'd you sign? 
Well, because he thought Aaron Rodgers, he said it himself, everything fell apart after Rodgers got hurt. I think that's what happened, is that now the ship's sinking. Who's going to help out and paddle the water out of the boat, or who's going to sit there and, and, and not help out? When four plays into their season, everything changed. And I think, you want, you want my honest opinion? I think that's the second he wanted out. He checked out. Once he saw that the quarterback got hurt, and he saw who was backing that quarterback up in Zach Wilson. He's like, I'm out of here. I'm sure I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised if there were a lot of players who felt the same way. But I don't know if they were doing uh, to the extent to get out that that Hartman was giving game plans to the opposition uh, allegedly, and and also you know going scorched earth and complaining to ma- not complaining to management, but actually calling the team you want to play on and say, come get me. Well, that's the thing. And, and back to what we talked about originally here, like if you are him, don't you realize that there could be ramifications from this? Like what other team in the NFL is going to look at you and say like, yeah, we got to bring that guy onto our team because he's really trustworthy. He's a real team first guy. Who knows what type of stuff that he's telling to some of his buddies on other teams in the NFL? Like, you can't even trust the guy now. So I don't know where the line is going to be and how long it is for anybody to attain McCall Hardman's well, services nah, but for you know upcoming what? season. But, but again, it all comes down to it won't happen on our watch. That won't happen to us. Because here's the issue, Dan, and it's a shame, and you may disagree. When it happens to the Jets, other organizations probably look at it and go, well, that wouldn't happen on our watch. Of course it happened to the Jets. They're the Jets. But on our team, he would never do anything like that. And obviously, he wanted to play for Kansas City, so they don't have to worry about it. Gary Shetfield intentionally threw a ball away in Milwaukee to get out of Milwaukee. Did that stop him from getting any job in Major League Baseball? The guy still may end up in the Hall of Fame. And believe me, him throwing the ball away at third base is not the reason he's not in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but remember... I think a lot different. Gary Sheffield is better at what he did than what McCall no, Hardman. But, but the you know point is, it's all relative, right? We're not saying that he is going to be somebody that's going to become a star, but you're saying, why would anybody sign him? Why would anybody want him to be on their team? Because if he fits, if he fills a need, there'll be a team that will still take a chance on him. That's why the NFL has to investigate this and not allow something like that to happen because if these allegations are true, he should not be allowed in the league, period. You think they'd suspend him? Like, do you think? Do you really think that they have a leg to stand on to where they would suspend him? And then the league, of course, or the Players Association would fight it because they're going to support their guys anything short of murder. Well, it depends on what they find out. If they catch him cold that, that, that he did this, well, I understand the Players Association is going to fight for their player, but what leg would they have to stand on? But do you think that they could, like, what? I don't know. Unless you, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't unless know. you have, like, te- like they're going to check the phone, like I don't they think did with he... Brady. They're going to check the phone to see if there were text messages. I don't think he's sending emails, but, you know, if it's, just, well, if it's just word of mouth communication, you know, talking to his guys, he's like, all right, this is what they're going to do. You know, they're going to send three wideouts a lot, and we're just going to throw a lot of underneath stuff. You know, but if that's the type of stuff he's giving them, and then maybe he's exaggerating. I don't know how you suspend him for that. Oh, or or you do what um, Rob Manfred did in Major League Baseball with the players. And you go to the Eagles, and you go to the Chiefs, and you say, listen, we'll give you immunity. We won't, we won't uh, punish you. Did you get the plays from Hartman? Now, I don't think Kansas City would cooperate because they might, they might want to keep him. But could Philadelphia say, yeah, yeah they? we got it. We didn't use it. They'll say, we didn't use it. <laughs> Well, you investigate, you find out. Unfortunately, in his case, okay, I I think what's happening with him is that he's in a situation now where 
as we said, he's on top of the world, caught a game-winning touchdown pass in the Super Bowl, thinks he could do no wrong. But, I mean, the reality check has to set in. I just don't think, even apart from these rumors and everything that's going around, or this story, that he is the one that's circulating himself, I just don't think there would have been a long line for him. Because remember, no, what, how did not. he end up with but, the Jets? I know, but, but I don't even want to give him that opportunity to be able to do it. And you talk about the Players Association. Sauce Gardner isn't anybody, or isn't nobody. So if the Players Association wanted to fight for Hartman, can't Sauce Gardner say, wait a minute, I'm in the Players Association too. I don't want this guy playing against me. I don't want this guy being in this league after what he did to me, what he did to my team. Now, it's all fair. It's all fair. But now, now, listen, it's the same Players Association. You take a quarterback's head off, they'll fight the guy, but they don't seem to care about the quarterbacks whose head was removed, and they're all in the same union. But, you know, Sauce Gardner is certainly a more significant player in that Players Union than Hartman is. So if he wanted something done, I would think they'd listen to try to make something get done. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We've got Bill Barnwell's ranking of the free agent running backs Ooh. and their worth, and I think that's important because now we can kind of put where Saquon Barkley is in the pecking order of available running backs and what the Giants should do. Spring training, Mets and Yankees, lot going on around the NBA, the NHL, and with you. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Of course, it's Don Lagreca. Dan Grassa, we're taking up a little seven, a bonus 30 minutes. That's right. What? Of the Michael K. Show on Yes and 98.7 ESPN New York. This is Michael K. I love when I get to talk about my friends at PC Richard & Son. It's a local company, family-owned. I trust them for my appliances, TVs, electronics, and a good night's sleep, too. Their experts use a four-step mattress fitting process to make sure that your new bed fits you perfectly. During their President's Day sale, buy a Sealy Select mattress, $7.99 or more, get a free motion base, and in-home delivery on any mattresses, $1.99 and up is free, too. So do what I do. Get to PC Richard & Son, the local company you can trust for your new mattress. Hey, New York, it's Peter for Security Dodge, Long Island's Ram and Wrangler headquarters right now. You can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month with zero down. That's right, $2.99 a month, zero down. All during the President's Day sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV based on 2023 IIHS's compact SUV segment. Latest available competitive information. Quickest based on 0 to 60 time of 5.6 seconds. Most powerful based on 288 horsepower. Best handling based on 0.9 max G's skid pad vehicle dynamics rating. A weight distribution of 5248 and car and driver dynamics testing. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's game time, and it's brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Here are the locals that are in action tonight, Yankees and the Red Wings. Excuse me, the Islanders and the Red Wings from Detroit. Who do you think would win Yankees, Red Wings? I don't know. It depends on what they're playing. If it's if they're playing baseball, I'd bet the Yankees. Did if you see that? hockey, I think somebody on the Yankees would die. Did you see that clip? I don't know where it was from, but they played football on ice. Really? And like a hockey. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like trying to run. like So like reenacting the ice bowl. Like with, no ice. with no Just ice. Just running. It was very funny. Uh, but uh, so the Islanders, they're battling to try to get into the wild card. Detroit has one of those wild card positions, although the way the Red Wings are playing, six straight wins. They might actually get into third in the Atlantic Division. That's at 7 o'clock. And that could be heard on 10.50. At 7.30, the Warriors are at the Knicks. That game could be heard on 98.7 ESPN. New York will take you up to coverage at 7. That's right. On Yes Tonight... The Hawks will be in Brooklyn to take on the Nets, who are falling down the stand. The coaching change didn't seem to catch just yet. <laughs> it uh, didn't take. It, it didn't, didn't take. Ta- didn't take. <laughs> um, but the Yankees are in action tonight. Preseason, or it's a little exhibition baseball, as they like to say, at 6.30, and it's exclusively mm-hmm. on the Yes app. So you, need so you the can app watch that them. live. Yeah, so okay. uh, if you're interested in the Yankees tonight, then it's going to be exclusively on the Yes app. So because the Nets are on Yes proper, kick in the app. Watch a little exhibition baseball. I like the night pre-se- uh, spring training games because those weren't very commonplace back in the day. You know, like growing up, there wasn't a lot of night spring training games. No, not too often. It's pretty, well, so it's see, cool when you get well, it Well, whenever they were televised, it would be like on the Sunday or Saturday afternoon when we were right. growing up. So if there were night games, we never got a chance to see them. i got to take a look at the schedule. I'm going to be in Tampa. On Wednesday and Thursday, the 13th and 14th of March with the Rangers. Stand by. And if there's a little night baseball on that Wednesday. 13 and 14, you said? Yeah, I'd love to be able to check it out. Here you go. And if they're home, I'd love to swing by before the show. What do we got? You got a Wednesday, March 13th against Boston, 1 o'clock. All right, but it's it's in Tampa. Tampa, that's a home game. Well, yeah. I, I can I can watch a few innings. We well, said he and he does it from the booth too, right? You, you know can what? Just slide up. But there. how about this, Anthony? You know, you're gonna have to find a place for me to do the show that Wednesday, um, the 13th of March. And usually, you'll like put me in a radio station, or I'll do it from the hotel. Why don't we see if we can have my uh, myself do it from George Steinbrenner Field, and I can I can partake in a little. Uh, Yankees, Red Sox, uh, it makes sense exhibition if you're there. baseball, and then uh, I could be, I could be doing uh, a Would You Wednesday with a little crack of the bat in the background, huh? Well, is Michael doing the, is Michael doing the game that day? No, I don't think so. Day is this again? Wednesday the thirteenth. Wednesday is that? It, it might not even be televised. Now, if it is, it might be, but if it's not televised, I'm sure there's plenty of free booths I can do the show from. Hear a little murmur in the crowd, maybe get some crowd participation. Hot dogs, get your hot dogs. 
Maybe well, we can work something out that after it could, we could do like um, the old school home run derby, like after at bats they'll come in, sit down on the Michael K show, talk. That'd be great. I like this. Then you got well, to move it down to the field uh, level. Why just swing at that bad three-two pitch? What are you doing? Come on, don't you want to make this club? You have no idea what he's talking about, do you? With the home run derby, old school. Like well, it used to be a television it, show, but it was black and white. But they, black they, and white. But in the in the early '90s, they repeated it on on ESPN. So it'd be like Mickey Mantle versus Willie Mays, and he he did a line drive to the wall. Mickey Mantle, they go, it's a home run or nothing in home run derby. It's tremendous. And then like after like that half I, inning or listen, that turn, he comes and dude, he sits down and gets interviewed by the play this, by the host. This is all coming together. We've got ourselves like ten days. We should work this out. Get a little Aaron Boone, mic him up, have him like co-host the show. I know it's Yankees Red Sox, but it's a March exhibition game. Is this doable? At Is all? it doable? I will ask the powers that be it yes. You're gonna have your Comrex? No. No, they I mean, can but share I could travel with it. I don't if know. If I know if I know that I'm gonna be doing it from there, I'll travel with the Comrex. I know they travel the Comrex when Michael's around. I don't know if they travel. No, but I have a Comrex. So you can't saying. tell me what I could do with my Comrex. I'm asking if you had it. He's man with comrades. Why don't I put it in my buttocks for a while? It's my business. It's my comrex. Actually, it's theirs. And I just yes, never says get it back. they can work on this. You know what? Let's work on it. How's that? I'm going to be in Carolina Tuesday. And the game's on. Yes, look at that. See? It's all coming together. I, You know what? This is coming together. So Tuesday, I'm in Carolina. Yes. I could do the show from the arena. Sure. Wednesday, off day. Yes. But that's perfect. I like it. When's the Tampa game? And then Thursday, I'll do the game from the the arena. Thursday. Thursday. Amelie, as they call it. Amelie Arena. And then I'm going to Pittsburgh, but I'm going to come back to do the Michael K show. You are going to do We got a remote, yes. Okay. Well, listen, it's very fluid. I mean, it depends on my mood. Right now, I'm doing it. But um, he's all about the biggest so, tournament. Let's do this. No, this will be good. That, I don't want to be some stuffy hotel or some uh, yo-yo radio station Greek where you're going to stick me in a idea. closet. Greek loves it. He does. Now, I'll tell you what. Here's the trade. At the start, if they make this work, if they guarantee me right now that it will happen, I will open every segment reminding people that tonight's Yankee game is on the S app. Yeah, but do you think you're going to get an answer? Between now well, and then? I'm, I'm, I'm bartering the answer. But again, it might take long no. for this to happen. You say yes, and then that person feels the pressure to get it done. Yes has to say yes. yes. But Greek is yes. He is. So that's what's happening. And that's game time. I mean, it seems seamless to me. Like, why not? It, it should be easy to put these pieces in place. So again, right? Yankees, Marlins tonight exclusively on the Yes app, which is fabulous, by the way. I, I, I've, I've partaken in some really? Yankee games through the Yes app, yeah. Well, that's what it's there for. That's right. That's I heard game time. I, I, all the kids are streaming these days. That's what I heard. That's mm. the, yeah, well, we hope. That's uh, game time brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cast matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey during tonight's action. Glasses up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Let's do uh, the busy phones here. 1-800-919-3776. And it's always a pleasure. He's ignored by Michael for some reason, but we love him here when we are a Kayla show. Is Griffin in Connecticut. He gets us started off here on said K show. You're on ESPN New York. What's up, buddy? You know what? Hey, Dom. How are you? Good. Say hello to Dan. Don't leave him out. Dan, I, I know Dan's there. <laughs> Hi, Griff. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Oh, Griff, you know what? I'm better now that you called. <laughs> um, B, 
before I get to my uh, point, Don, that that does seem like a good idea, but will they let you do it? Because remember, it took them a while to even let you do a spring training game. Well, that was, well, but, but, but honestly, and I killed it, by the way, so I should be able to do it again. There's one There's one thing to do play-by-play. Play. Mm-hmm. There's another thing to be allowed to use the facility in which the game is being played. This is the show. The Michael K show. It's the show. Now, I'm wondering, if I'm wondering, Griff, is because they are televising the game, is that going to get in the way? Like, are they going to be able to do that? Does that hurt or hinder the possibility of doing it? But uh, no, one is completely different than the other. I, I think this yeah. can happen, Griff, and I'm really, I'm really hoping I- for it. When does Michael go back down to Tampa? Isn't he going back uh, down? I, I think he's only going down late in March, um, and then I think they'll go right to Houston. So I, I only think yeah. he's going down there one more time. Don't hold me to that, but I, I think he did the couple uh, last weekend, and I think he'll do like one yeah. or two more towards the end of the spring. Spring training is so uh, long; it it's is. just it's endless. It, it, it really, really is. is. It really is. I'm just. I want the season to start. I don't. I don't really care about spring training. Four weeks at from all. today, guys. Four weeks from today is opening day. Yeah, that's a month to you and me. <laughs> so what do you got, um, Griff? Talk to me. My my thing, Don. You are one hundred percent right. They have to do something because this this McCall Harmon thing. I'm not even a Jet fan, and it just makes me sick. It makes me absolutely sick that there's somebody out there that that does something like this. It's like once Rodgers went down, you said to yourself when Rodgers went down, you were like, okay, season's over. I don't want to be here anymore. Okay. I'm not even going to ask. I'm going to just somehow try to find a way to force myself out of here by not even doing anything and then leaking information or whatever. It's just... Well, I'm I'm, I'm a big big finish what you start fan. And, and, And Griffin, thank you for the phone call. But, all right, I get it. You want out. You signed up for Aaron Rodgers. He's done for the season. I want out. Then you go to Joe Douglas and you say, listen, I don't want to be here anymore. Try to make a deal. And I'm sure Joe Douglas would accommodate him because the last thing you want is a player that doesn't want to be there. But what you don't do is call the team you want to play for and put them in an awkward spot and then start giving away game plans to the other team. Come on, man. That's not the way to go about things. I don't condone the method that he took, but if I could try to get inside his mind for a second. And I've been giving this some thought. Like, what would motivate somebody to act out that way? He's on a one-year deal. Mm -hmm. Okay? He's thinking about his future. He's thinking about the next contract he's going to get from somebody. If he's playing in this offense, and he's playing with this team and the way things are constructed and with that quarterback and the struggles they had, he wasn't going to put up a lot of numbers this year. And especially the fact that he was no better than the third or fourth option on this offense, which really wasn't doing anything anyways. Based on his productivity, what type of contract was he going to get from somebody in the offseason? So he's like, I got to fix this. I got to go someplace where I'm going to put up numbers and I can at least build up my value again. But you go about it this way? No, like I said, I don't condone the method he took. But I'm just trying to, what was his motivation? We saw Matthew Stafford. Didn't Matthew Stafford initiate the conversation with the Lions that maybe we should divorce here? Right. You go after another quarterback. I go someplace else. Didn't Ray Bork go to the Boston Bruins, a team that he loved, a fan base that loved him, and said, listen, I'm not winning a cup here. Can you trade me someplace where I've got a chance to win a cup? Now, granted, Matthew Stafford and Ray Bork are not... Hartman, all right? I, I get it. They're elite Hall of Fame players, and we'll see if Stafford ends up being in the Hall of Fame. I think there's a chance. He's in now. But there's a better ways to go about it than that. And God forbid, I don't think this is hyperbole, and if you think it is, let me know. Mm-hmm. That if you gave the game plan to the Eagles, who, if I'm not mistaken, you know, had a pretty good defense, 
And then on a play that you gave their defense, one of your teammates gets hurt. Career ends. Because everybody knew the play, and he gets destroyed. Is, is that, that, that what you want? I don't know how you sleep if that's the case. I don't know how you live with yourself after that, if well, it happens. Let's go to Mike on the BQE. You're on ESPN New York. What's up, Mike? How are you doing, Dan? Good to see you guys. What's What's up, Mike? Up, My question is this. I think half the blame should go to the team that's actually receiving the information, too. I think they're just as guilty as Nicole Hardwick because it's actually called cheating. Am I right or am I wrong about see, that? Th- they should have reported it. See, that's interesting. You're right. Now, that the, the right human thing to do would be to report it. But you could also deny it and then file it away. Or is it possible, like, all right, we don't believe him. We're not going to listen to him anyway. You ask, you answer an interesting question. How culpable is the team that receives the information? And can you prove that they use the information? Because just because you get the answers on the test, Mike, you still cheated. I mean, somebody gave it to you and they were wrong to give it to you. But if you used it, I guess you'd be a narc if you if you if it tattled on them. But I, Mike, I, I agree with you. If the Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs got this information and used it, and then think about Kansas City. Not only do they use the information to beat the Jets, the player that gives it to you ends up on your team and ends up catching the game winning touchdown in the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, that's something. If I'm the league, I'd have some questions for those teams for sure. And in hindsight, the way it played out, it's something that you don't even want to admit to, right? Because we said they beat the Eagles. And Zach Wilson you know probably had his best game against the Kansas City Chiefs. So, like, if you did use that information, well, how well, well did it serve you? I guess what really hurt just trying to go back in that game was was how bad the Eagles' offense was, which we just chalked it up to, well, the Jets' defense was really good. Well, the Eagles, but what killed the Eagles in that game was, was their game plan. They're not running out the clock, throwing the ball the way that they did, getting picked off. That's what cost them the game. Now, I'd have to go over every play to see, did knowing the Jets' offensive game plan helped them. Because really, the, you know, it, the, the Jets weren't doing anything anyway. The Eagles that day, if I remember correctly, they were moving the ball pretty good up and down the field, like, you know, between the 20s. But they just couldn't finish off drives. And that's what kept the Jets in the game. Um, red zone, red zone, red zone. No, Philly was too... Oh, well, and also Philly got that bogus touchdown on the opening drive. The opening drive oh, was yeah, like a 10-minute yeah. drive, and then it looked like they stopped them at the goal line, then they went and reviewed it, and then they came back from commercial and said, no, by the way, yeah, his, his, his momentum wasn't stopped or whatever, and it was a touchdown. So that was kind of a bogus touchdown that they got to begin the game. 1-800-919-3776. Plenty left to do. We've got an ENN. That'll be done by Anthony Pusick Love at those. 6 o'clock. We're giving you a bonus 30 minutes, taking up until 7 o'clock here on Yes and 98.7 ESPN New York. Now, you know, in 2024, you get more at Ramsey Mazda, more selection and more savings for a limited time. They'll waive the first lease payment. Lease a new 2024 Mazda CX-90 for just $399 a month. And now get your first lease payment on them at Ramsey Mazda, Route 17 North in Ramsey. Choose wisely. Choose Ramsey Mazda. Call 833-853-2970 for lease details. Excludes tax, title, registration, zero security deposit. VIN R1145418. MSRP. 41,565 ends 22924. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. All right, if you're looking for the Yankee game tonight at 6.30 against the Marlins, it's live on the Yes app only. If you flip on Yes, you're going to see the Nets and the Hawks. So if you want a little Yankee exhibition baseball tonight, it is exclusively on the Yes app. 1-800-919-3776 is the number to call. Let's go back to the busy phones, shall we? And let's talk to Judy in Buffalo, one of my favorites. You're on ESPN New York. How are you, Judy? Okay, I I can't believe that people are trivializing this situation with Hardman. You know, if they don't investigate this thing and put him out of football, I wonder where the integrity of this league is going. This is horrendous. I don't think anybody should be trivializing it, and I think the NFL will take it seriously. The question, Judy, will they have proof? Is there enough evidence that this happened that they can do something? That's what the Players Association is going to try to put the burden of proof on the NFL because they're not going to want to see him out of a job unless they can prove it. And if they prove it, Judy, I'm with you. I think they have to do something. I'm not sure they're going to be able to prove this. They're going to fight it, though, and they're going to try to prevent this from happening because, remember, these unions are strong. And they're going to have the players back at the end of the day, or at least they're going to try to. Remember back in the day when we had the, those unfortunate series of episodes with the domestic violence stuff with the players? Player Association had their backs, too, when it came to suspensions. Even if the evidence was well, overwhelmingly against the player, they still went but, there and tried to support them. Yeah, but don't you see what's happened with gambling? How many players have we seen for just betting on basketball at the facility getting suspended games? 
and the players association was on board because they realized how ridiculous the, the, the association is to have players betting on games, even games that aren't uh, the sport that they play in. So wouldn't the wouldn't the NFLPA cooperate with this? It looks makes everybody look bad. It makes everybody. I, I understand when you're fighting, you you got to support the player, but I think to a point. But when you have something that's so detrimental to the league, like like players betting and and all the things that go with that. Don't you think the player Association would get on board with him being disciplined? Yeah, for sure. But I'm going to go back to what I said before. Unless you have airtight evidence, what ground do you have to stand on if you want to throw a suspension his way? Because all this stuff that he's saying on a podcast or whatever, he could take it back and walk it back the next day if he knows they're going to throw the book at him. So unless you have documented proof that he gave away information, like if there's an email transaction from, you know, M. Hardman at Jets to, you know, A. Reed well, at Kansas City Chiefs, then maybe you have well, something. Unless the Eagles cooperate. Now, the Eagles could, you know, they lost the game, so they could say, yeah, we got it. We didn't do anything with it. Hence, we lost the game. But yeah, he told us about it. Yeah, but here's the other thing, too. Why then, if you're the league, how come you don't then discipline the other team, for example? So that's why they may want to keep their mouth shut, because other players realize who weren't, let's say, on the Eagles, on the Chiefs, the teams could get suspended, or not suspended, the teams could get punishment, too. Because they're the ones that took this stuff, if there was indeed something that changed hands. Now, is it illegal to take it, or is it yes. illegal to use it? Like, yeah. They say we didn't use it. Obviously, look at the game. We lost the game. We didn't. We didn't. Uh, you know, light them up defensively. That where we took advantage of it. We lost the game. They outscored us. Um, we got it. We didn't think it serious. We didn't think it was important. We threw it away. But now you're telling us, did he come to us? Yes, he did. Like so, is that enough for Philadelphia to get in trouble? Now, Kansas City's interesting because. Not only could they have benefited from it because they won the game, but also they got the player that gave them the information. Because then I could turn around and say, well, listen, if he gave you the play, why would you want the guy? And then that could hurt them in the in the collusion case as well. I mean, in the um, tampering charges. It's like, listen, not only was he begging you to sign him, you, he was giving you information, and then you sign the guy. So I think it might be difficult for Kansas City to cooperate. And the, those are the two games that we know of. I mean, and Sauce Gardner, what if he... I don't think he'd have anything recorded, but what if several Jet players go, yeah, we've seen, he talked about it, he openly discussed how he was doing, I don't know. It's not impossible, but I do, don't don't you think the NFL has to do everything humanly possible to try to find out? Probably, because how do we know that this is the only time it's taken place? Like, this stuff might be happening all the time. Well, you got to find out. All the time. Now, do you have a leg to stand on that while they're investigating, he's not allowed to play? Well, first of all, we're going to have to assume that he even gets signed someplace. We don't know. He's a free agent. Then it becomes a moot point, right? Because then if he doesn't sign, then there might not well, be like, the appetite to go crazy to suspend him or to throw him out of the league if he's going to end up retiring anyway. If you rob a, you know, you, you rob a store with like precious artifacts or something like that, mm-hmm. if you rob the store and then you somehow gave it to me as a gift, you know, no ask, uh, not asking any questions, where'd you get this? You pay? And then they come after me to track down the stolen stuff. Aren't I responsible then, too? I'm going to, because I ended up with this stuff, and they're going to want to know, well, how did you come in possession of this? And I could be just as much to blame as you for taking it. Yeah, but there's a, it's a little gray area. If I give you a bunch of stolen merchandise and I tell you, listen, look, this fell off a truck, here it is, There, there's, there's no disputing where plays come from. <laughs> you know, I play on the Jets' offense. I'm handing you 
our game plan against us, you can't say, well, where did you find this? Did well, this was this in the garbage? Uh, you know, no, you're going to know that he gave it to you in an illegal way. And you got to specify, too, like game plan. Like he just said the word oh, stealing our game plan. Well, what was it? Like, was it actual plays? Was it formations? Was it, oh, you know, we're going to go run heavy uh, against you guys. We want to run the ball a lot. Well, see, there's the gray to area, extent? too. You know what's interesting? That's you why I don't that? think that there's a case in this. I really don't. Here's something that's interesting. Again, mm-hmm. it, there was no malice, but I remember Damian Woody telling me that the Jets' offensive line was so good in 2009 and in 2010 that he would tell the defensive end the play they were running and still knock him on his butt and they'd gain 10 yards. Like, is that illegal? He told them, listen, we're, we're running right to you on this play and then he'd blow the guy up and they'd gain 10 yards and everybody laugh about it. And then Damian Woody looks like the man, but he's giving the play to the other team. Right. Would, so would that be deemed illegal, even though he was doing it in kind of a conceited way to say, listen, how this is how good we are? Like, so it is weird, right? Like, so it, listen, Judy's right. Something has to be done. There has to be an investigation. And if they can prove it, he should be kicked out of the league. But I'm also with you. This is probably impossible. It's impossible to, to prove. Because yeah. as you said, if he all of a sudden finds out he's never going to play again, I'm sure he's going to retract his statement. Yep. Say that it was taken out of context. I was just having fun. Can't believe you guys took that seriously. All that kind of garbage, which happens all the time. one 800 Want to talk about Saquon Barkley. We can speculate all we want on what his worth is. Well, Bill Barnwell did the work. We're going to discuss that. So much to get into. 1-800-919-3776 is Don and Dan on the K-Show on Yes and 9870 ESPN New York. This message is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, what's the first thing you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? Maybe it would be exercise. Maybe. Sleep. Oh, that's on my list too. Maybe it would be to take a nap. Spend time with friends or, or family. A lot of us spend so much time wishing we had more time. But the question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? All right. What would you prioritize? Therapy can help you figure out what matters most so you can do more of it. So you can prioritize things the right way. Plus, helps you with coping skills, helps you with relationships, just balance in general. I know it's been helpful to me throughout many times in my life, including right now. If you've been thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's flexible and it's suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Peter today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash Peter. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.